Do I look fat? Black. Black. Hey guys, welcome to the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. I am doing a solo episode today. The Do I Look Fat podcast is officially two months old. We launched on May 1st. Today is actually June 30th, but, um, you know, whatever, same shit, you know? (laughs) Um, But yeah, the Do I Look Fat podcast is officially two months old, and I can't believe that I have been doing this for, well, I mean, I have actually been working on this podcast for three months, which is crazy to me. Um, The fact that I've just kept on going, I've been consistent, I... Even today, like, I did not want to sit here and record. I really didn't. But I have put myself on a schedule. And I have a to-do list that I work on now. And it's just, it's wild. But, okay, we're going to get into all of that. Um, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening to my podcast. It is so crazy to see how many people are actually listening, how many people are actually responding and resonating with everything that I'm saying. Um. It, it, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. I do drop them every single Friday. So, you know, just put on your little subscription so that you get your little notification for when you wake up Friday. Um, you'll always see a Do I Look Fat episode. Um, so since it's just me today... I wanted to do a quick little catch up on what's going on with me. As you know, I live in New York City and currently we are in phase two after COVID. On Monday the 6th, we will be entering phase three. And with that, I officially go back to work full time, my regular nine to five schedule. It's it's crazy. I feel like I was getting used to working such little hours. Like I was still able to get my job done. Yes, I was feeling a little stressed and a little overwhelmed, but um, I just got used to knocking it out in, you know, the four hours I was there and now the five hours that I'm there. And (sighs) I don't know. Um, I am happy though that I did schedule a staycation with Ethan. I took about almost two weeks off from work And originally, I had wanted to maybe fly down to Florida just to go to like a hotel and be able to be in the pool every day. But the way COVID is hitting down there, that is a complete dub. Um, We're just going to stay in New York. We'll figure out things to do. I'm not really sure exactly what's going to be open, what we're going to be allowed to do, what I'm going to be able to do based on like transportation and things like that. So um, I'm just trying to figure it out. But it's funny because I was thinking the other day and I'm like, you know, when we were coming into 2020, I had so many goals. I said I wanted to start this podcast. I said I wanted to you know, I had financial goals that I wanted to meet. I had, um, you know, things like that. And I told myself in order to meet these financial goals, I was not going to take any trips. And 
2020 has literally made it impossible for me to fuck myself over. Do you see how quickly I would have planned a trip to Florida? Do you see how quickly I would have booked a flight like, okay, baby, let's go. We're just going to go to the pool in another state. Stephanie, when you tell yourself to do something, I have to constantly remind myself the why I'm doing something. Because if I don't remember the why, then I just don't do it anymore. Um... And it's so important that I keep on telling myself, like, this is happening for a reason. I mean, you know, not to say, you know, COVID was tragic. It was ridiculously tragic. Um, So many people lost loved ones. It's, I don't, there's not even words for it. However, it also made me not able to go away. Like, I know that sounds so minuscule in the grand scheme of things, but you have to take the silver lining on, you know, the cloudy days, right? And it's helping me, it's helping me deal with my FOMO. And this is something I feel like I talk about all the time. I definitely suffer from fear of missing out. If there's an event, if there's something and I want to go, or I'm just interested in going, or all of my friends are going, or people I know are going and I know they're going to have fun. Like I want to be there. I don't want to miss a beat. And 2020 has shown me like you can definitely miss a beat or two. You know, you can, you can be on the, on the one and the three instead of the two and the four sometimes. (laughs) Um, but it has definitely helped with my FOMO. I, I feel like I want to be outside and I want to do hood rat shit with my friends. But at the same token, I just need to chill anyway. Like, I need to save money. There's no reason for me to be out there. There's no reason for me to be spending money to sit on a sidewalk. Like, once in a while to have dinner, you know, to catch up, drinks with, you know, close friends or whatever. Cool. But like, that whole party, big scene, people on top of each other, it, it, it just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Not yet. I tried it. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I'm very transparent on this show and I did attempt it. Um, luckily, it was very early on and there wasn't a lot of people outside, but it just wasn't for me. I felt very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. So, I will be keeping it very low-key for the rest of the summer. Um, No big groups, you know, like Cuomo said. I didn't really listen to the whole announcement, but from what I gather, we're still trying not to gather in big groups. Like, that's what we're trying to stay away from. So that is definitely what I'm trying to do. And then, you know, also, because I'm not doing anything, I actually recently just placed a huge order um, for like summer and for summer clothes, just new clothes that can transition into like fall as well. Um, but mostly for work because I feel like I'm not going to be doing anything anyway. Um, so I bought a couple of like weekend outfits, but mostly what I wanted to focus on was my work attire. And I am so excited. Um, I actually started a new routine. And I mean, what when I say just started, like I just started yesterday. I'm trying to get up between 4.30 and 5 o'clock. 
So I have a couple of hours before work to work on my agenda, my to-do list for the day, to do any maybe last minute, you know, things for the podcast before work, just to set up my day. And then also just to get myself together, because when I tell you guys, I have been extremely comfortable leaving the house looking like an entire troll. I don't know if it's because there was no one in the street. There was literally no one in the street in New York City during quarantine. Like, I didn't care who saw me. Like, no one was really, like, worried. We're wearing masks all the time. Like, you can't really tell who is who. But I love summer. And I feel like this will help me have something to look forward to. So having all these new outfits, um, trying new things with my hair, I'm trying to be a little bit more mindful of what I do with my hair as well and how I treat my hair. So that's another journey. I feel like I'm on so many journeys. I guess life is just, you know, one big journey anyway. So it's all your little mini journeys meeting up together and that's life. Um, and that's life. So I'm excited. Um, like I said, I bought a huge haul from Shein, actually. I like getting dressed up for work, but still casual because I can dress casually to work. It kind of, so while I was trying on my clothes, I started taking pictures of myself and I got this idea because I had watched Clueless this weekend um, the movie Clueless with uh, Alicia Silverstone and Stacey Dash. And in the beginning of the movie, she says how she takes Polaroids of herself because she doesn't trust mirrors. And I was thinking about it and I'm just like, yo, seriously, sometimes I look at myself in the mirror and I will be like, yo, this is fire. And then I take a picture and I'm like, yo, bitch, what the fuck were you thinking? So I started to do that. Um, I have now a bunch of pictures in my phone. I'm excited though because when I took the pictures, like it gave me an idea of how like I would want to style the outfits as well. So um I'm excited to put these outfits on. I might actually like plan my outfits for the week. Like, who the fuck am I? Because I never do shit like this. But I'm really just trying to get my life together. And I feel like I say this all the time. I'm really just trying to get my life together. And that's the best I can do, you know? So, like I said, it's a solo episode. So, we're just going to go into our next segment, which is Eat Your Heart Out. Um, And this week is going to be a little bit different. We are actually not going to do a diet per se. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I had a lot of experience with myself. And it's actually intermittent fasting. And intermittent fasting is basically a schedule for eating, not necessarily a diet plan or a way of eating. Um, It's based on eating windows and fasting windows. So intermittent fasting is essentially when an eating window is smaller than your fasting window. What you probably don't even realize is that one of like your first early on attempts of weight loss was probably intermittent fasting. You know, the age old rule, don't eat after seven. That's essentially intermittent fasting. Um, You're not eating for a longer time period than you are actually eating. 
um, sleeping counts when it comes to in intermittent fasting. There are different types of fasting windows. Um, the eat, stop, eat category is 24 hours eating, 24 hours fasting. So basically, you're eating essentially for 24 hours. Of course, you are going to be sleeping at certain times, but um, you're essentially eating for a whole time and then you're fasting for 24 hours. So you're eating whenever you want within a 24-hour window and then you fast for 24 hours. If you time this right, you can actually still eat every day. So let's say you start eating... Let's say you start eating at 6 p.m. Now you have a 24-hour window where you can eat whenever you want within those 24 hours. So you're eating from 6 p.m. Tuesday to 6 p.m. Wednesday. Now, 6 p.m. Wednesday, you're not eating again until 6 p.m. Thursday. So you're basically eating every day just at certain times. Um, the next category is the lean gains category, where you're basically eating for eight hours and fasting for 16 hours, followed by the warrior diet, which is you're eating for four hours, fasting for 20 hours. So essentially, the way intermittent fasting works is that the longer you are in a fasted state, the easier it is to use up your energy stores. So once you have used up all of the reserved energy, then your body will start pulling fat for fuel. And that is the goal. Um, the best thing about intermittent fasting is that it can be used in conjunction with any other diet or eating plan. Um, when I had tried intermittent fasting for the first time, I was at my smallest and I kind of wanted to maintain my weight. I didn't want to lose so much muscle. I wanted to lose fat instead of muscle. And I was told that intermittent fasting would be the way to go. Um, I loved intermittent fasting when I mixed it with counting my macros. So I wasn't keto where I couldn't have any bread or carbs or anything like that, but I was limiting my intake. Um, I remember I was on this diet plan and I can literally, I could literally drink diet Sunkiss because it fit my macros. And that was like the, um, the slogan at the time. And it was like, if it fits your macros, like you could eat it or you can consume it. And it was crazy. So um, that did work well for me. However, the way my twisted little mind works, I was like, well, you know, I can eat bread here. Oh, well, you know, I could probably eat a little bit more. Oh, you know, I can probably have pizza. Oh, you know, I can probably have, um, french fries and the hamburgers and all this fucking crazy shit. So it's a slippery, slippery, slippery slope for me. And I really try to, um, fight it and navigate every day what I can do. Um, intermittent fasting is pretty great because it can also fight against early onset diabetes because it keeps your insulin levels so low for um, extended periods of time. I would definitely recommend intermittent fasting for anyone who wants to get on a routine, who wants to get in a routine, who wants to lose some weight, maybe lose some fat, but doesn't want to be so strict. Um, it's a great way to still continue to meet certain weight loss goals, but not restrict yourself so much. Um, 
So I wanted to get into my next segment, which I am very excited about. Um, I have been begging you guys to send over listener letters for like weeks now. And finally, somebody did. And I'm going to read it on the Heart on My Sleeve segment. Um, I'm very excited. I, like I've said, you know, week after week, the Heart on My Sleeve segment has actually evolved. When I first started this journey, I wanted the Heart on My Sleeve segment to be about my journey to vertical sleeve gastrectomy um, and getting my stomach basically sleeved. But it has transformed into the segment where I can be the rawest form of myself, where I can be as transparent as possible. Um, where I can, you know, wear my heart on my sleeve and just show you guys, you know what, it's okay to feel these things sometimes because it's normal. Like the road to self-acceptance, the road to body positivity, the road to confidence, it's a long road and I fight it every single day. Um, So I just wanted to give, you know, my listeners an outlet as well, because sometimes it's easier to write things down and send it in. Sometimes it's easier to have other people say it for you than for you to say it yourself. Um, Sometimes you want people to hear your story, but you don't really want to be associated with your story, if that makes sense. Um, So I'm very excited to read today's letter. Um, It is titled, oh, guys, before I even start. Please send any listener letters to do I look fat podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to remain anonymous, you will remain anonymous. I will only say your name if you ask me to say your name. Okay. Um, so yeah, do I look fat podcast at gmail.com. Send any over, send over any listener letters. Um, send any rants, if you have any questions, just anything. Um, I want to be as interactive with my listeners as possible. Um, Write to me, guys. (laughs) Okay, all right, so let's get into the letter. So we have, I might cry. Hey, Steph, first of all, I would like to say that I am so inspired by you, and the more I listen, the more I grow to love myself. Loving myself and my body has been a constant battle throughout my life. The way I see myself deters me from seeing the beauty that other people see in me. When I look in the mirror, all I see are flaws. Yet people always tell me how beautiful I am and the details they appreciate about me. I'm polite, but my mind refuses to acknowledge those compliments as genuine due to my own insecurities. I have been battling with body dysmorphia my entire life. When I was my heaviest weight, my mind would convince itself of the beast it saw in the mirror. I would look at myself in disgust and criticize every aspect of my body. My eyes are too big. My breasts are too saggy. My belly is too flat. I have too many rolls. I have no hips and a flat butt. I would wear oversized clothes to hide my fat and only wear black to hide the shame that I felt from it. One day, I decided that enough was enough and that I would work on eating better and losing weight. Almost a year later, I had dropped a significant amount of weight. Although I felt better physically, one day I decided to observe the beast in the mirror again. Now, I looked at my new self in the mirror and instead of being proud of my accomplishments and progress, I saw how flat and deflated my breasts looked, how much thinner my thighs have gotten, and regardless of how much flatter my stomach got, 
I still saw fat. I'd pinch and squeeze my supposed problem areas and my mind had convinced itself that my body was a lost cause. Clearly, I would never be happy. I would never be comfortable with myself, so I just gave up. Then one day, I decided to skim through your profile and I noticed that you exude this confidence no matter what weight or size you have been. You wear bold colors and daring outfits that would generally be considered taboo to be worn as a plus-size woman, such as crop tops and two-piece bathing suits. Yet there you are. What are some of the things you would suggest that I should do or practice so that I may crawl out of my shell and realize the beauty that others see in me? Thank you, Belle Prince. Okay, Belle. So thank you so much for writing in. Um, I have struggled with your exact same problems. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like you were, you were reading, you were writing my life for me. Um, I was, I went through a significant weight loss, you know, journey as well. And I remember I would constantly nitpick at myself, um, all the time. I would look at myself and I'd say, oh my goodness, yes, you're skinny, but look at that roll, um, behind your bra. Look how flabby your stomach is. Look at this, look at that. And I think the one piece of advice that I can give you that has actually has helped me and continues to help me because I still suffer from this is to stop saying negative things about yourself out loud. Words are spells, words are affirmations. When you say these things in such a negative context about yourself, you are attracting negative energies to yourself because these negative energies are like, hey, I like it over here. Like this bitch constantly says bad shit about herself. Like I thrive off of this. Stay away from the negative self-talk. Now, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I constantly do it. And even though I look at myself in the mirror now and I try to speak positive, even though I look in the mirror now and I try to speak positively about myself, I still do this thing where I point out my flaws before somebody else has to. And I call this the eight mile syndrome because I know you guys remember at the end of eight mile when Eminem was facing off with the guy from Marvel. What's the guy's name from fucking Iron Man? I forget his name. I know his name was Clarence in eight mile, but him. So he was um, facing off with him at the end and he basically said he dissed himself so bad that he had that Clarence had nothing to say in return. He he ended the battle and I would never forget this. He ended the battle saying, here, tell them something they don't already know about me. Like a challenge. Like I already told them everything. What can you possibly say? What power are in your, what, what is the power in your words? There is no power because I just took it from you. Um, and it's crazy looking back, you never realize the things you consume and how they mold you. Because I remember being in high school and oh, that's how old I am. Being in high school and Eight Mile, um, watching Eight Mile in the movie theater on 42nd Street, um, <laughs> and thinking like, that's fire. Like, if I 
can take that power away from people, like, then I'm in control. Which, yes, in theory, that'll work. But what ends up happening is, is that here you go again with the negative self-talk, the negative energies. Um, you want to stay away, Belle, from these negative energies. Um, try to remember, like, when you speak out loud, those are affirmations. So what do you want to affirm? That your booty is flat and your breasts are deflated or all of the stuff that you were saying negatively about yourself? Or do you want to affirm that you're a bad bitch? Like, let's be real, you know? So try to remember that you are a bad bitch and try not to be so hard on yourself. Work on your relationship with you. Um, Sweep yourself off your feet. Do things for yourself. Um, Fall in love with yourself. Like if you were going to court a guy or if you were going to court whoever, court yourself. Fall in love with yourself. Um, Compliment yourself. Give yourself gifts. Like love yourself because once you love yourself, everyone will love you. Like, you just can't help. Whenever you see somebody who's genuinely happy, you can't help but also be happy. Be happy. Practice being happy. Practice loving yourself. That is honestly the only advice I would give you. You are beautiful. I don't even need to know what you look like to tell you that you are beautiful. Um, I actually tell this, and my girls will testify to this, I do not like when my friends talk about themselves negatively. As much as I might fucking do it, and I'll talk about my midget toe, and I'll talk about how my hair ain't that thick, and all that bullshit, see, I'm doing it. I don't want my friends doing it in front of me. And I will literally be in the group chat like, what have I told y'all about talking about my friends? And they'll be talking about themselves. (laughs) I'm fucking crazy, but I don't like it. So stay away from the negative self-talk, Belle. That is what I will say. That is what helps the most because at the end of the day, you need to have a healthy relationship with yourself. And most things will come into place once that foundation is set. Okay, so um, now that I got all, you know, witchy with my words or spells, words or affirmations and all of that, I wanted to get into the Are You Deadass segment of today's show. Um, It's going to be quick. It's not going to be anything drawn out or long. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, it's been a couple of off days for me. I've been feeling extremely unmotivated. I haven't been wanting to record I haven't I don't know what has been going on with me um and it's not even that I don't it's not that I don't want to do it I have ideas on top of ideas on top of ideas and notebooks and notes and all of this but I just have not had the motivation to actually get up and do the work and while a lot of this feeling restless and unmotivated has a lot to do with the state of the world it really doesn't help that there were six fucking planets in retrograde. Bruh. What the fuck? Six planets? Thank God, thank God Venus just left retrograde. Because let me tell you something, 
Venus was in retrograde was in retrograde in Gemini and my personal Venus is in Gemini and when I tell you I was going through it I was going through it um right now today as of June 30th there are only five planets in retrograde instead of the six Mercury is in retrograde Saturn Jupiter Neptune and Pluto I'm not going to go into what all of this means because I'm not an expert um, but it, 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 shit is basically hitting the fan, guys. <laughs> There's a lot going on, as you know, with the state of the world, like, every month it's something new. It's actually June 30th right now. I'm hoping I don't wake up tomorrow morning and it's July 1st and it's literally Independence Day outside because I, I might not be able to deal. But anyways, um, I just had to rant about these, all these fucking planets in retrograde. Let me know if you want me to have an episode with a Zodiac, like an actual Zodiac person, um, someone who's really into astrology, and we can do an episode on that. Let me know in the review section, please. Um, I'm going to get out of here. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Send over any listener letters to Do I Look Fat Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Fine and Thick Pod, and my personal page, underscore Steffi Kiss, S T E P H Y K I S S. Everything, as always, will be linked down below. Um, have a great weekend. It's, I want to say, happy 4th of July, but there's nothing happy about it when kids are still in cages. So I hope everyone has a great weekend. See you next week. Smooches. Black, black, black.